Welcome to the Splash Podcast. Today, it is a huge one. I mean, it always is. We've got a magazine to work our way through, plenty of stuff to cover off. The Olympics were awesome. Our industry's doing great. Things are growing and going, notwithstanding that there's some uncertainty and some struggles in it all. Are you ready? Let's go. Pentair Smart Pools are here. Creating smart solutions means taking a holistic approach. As new technologies emerge, people compare the experience of buying from you to your competitors and the experience they receive. At Pentair, there's a strong emphasis on putting customers first. In a world where new technologies pop up all the time, the companies that put customers first are in a position to win. We win, but only the right way. Visit pentairpool.com.au today. Well, welcome again to the Ready, Set, Splash podcast. I am David Stennett and ably joined by Mr. Luke Daly. How are you? Did you guys miss me? It's been a minute or two since I've been on here. I think uh, David's trying to take over, guys, and uh, cut me out of this. Look, I don't, I don't want to raise any controversies here, but look, there were some complaints, Luke. There were definitely some complaints. It's understandable too. So uh, for those of you who did complain about me, that's fine. I understand. Now, Luke, I think you've got it wrong. They complained you weren't here and we're glad to have you back. Uh, it's good to be here today, Dave. It's uh, been a tumultuous is probably the, the right word uh, previous few months, hasn't it? COVID has had an impact on all of us over the last few months and it certainly had an ability on uh, Luke and I being available to get together in the studio and do this. But for the time being, we are good and we will take that opportunity with both hands. But talking of tumultuous, I would say there's been a lot of uncertainty within that tumultuous situation over the last few months and it's had some effects on Splash, on the trade show, on your businesses, on on a whole range of things, Luke. We were building. We were building so hard and so fast into a beautiful conference season, into a and a beautiful event season, an awards season, and uh, it's like uh, we just smacked straight into a brick wall of uh, not being able to see each other again. And I know we were all look so looking forward to that. Let's let's talk from the supply exhibitor side for Splash Trade Show in particular. Uh, really feel for for you guys, and we just want to say thank you from here at Splash to you supporting the industry, supporting a trade show that's now being postponed by needs out of our hands a couple of times. I know you've invested in new product, how to display, how to advertise and promote that new product, how to bring it to uh, market for Splash. And again, we've had to push that back uh, another 12 months. But rest assured, Luke, we are going ahead on Wednesday 22nd and Thursday 23rd of June next year. Mark that in your diaries. That's it. Put it in the calendar. Uh, It is so exciting that the new dates have been set already and it is going to be a bit earlier in the year next year, but that will be a lot of fun. Uh, We'll all be coming off hopefully a bumper 21-22 season uh, and ready to join together and really work through what what I term the development period. Uh, Well, it's not as chaotic in the marketplace, though it was this year, wasn't it? Uh, But working through that and and meeting together, a couple of small changes there, obviously. We won't be able to run the national awards at Splash. That'll happen later in the year. But certainly all those other periphery events like the SeaWorld Tour, the Waves Breakfast, the Golf, and of course, the Trade Expo, Dave, is going to be massive. It's all going ahead into next year, which is terrific. Also worth mentioning, retaining industry's money that's been invested into the show was no guarantee. On behalf of the owners of Splash, the industry through the members of Sparza, uh, it was really good news that a negotiation was able to be done to postpone the event and retain the investment of industry in its entirety. 
And you say, well, well, why was that the case? Well, it's simple because the location is here in Queensland. Queensland was not shut at the time that the needs were for the rest of the country going through COVID at that time for us to postpone the show. And so it wasn't cut and dry. So there was negotiation and a great result has happened. Not an ideal result. We would have loved to have run it last year. We would have loved to have run it this year, but we are on track to build it big next year to look at all of the exciting innovations, commercial side of things, health and wellness, uh, brilliance that this industry produces. Yeah, certainly a very difficult decision that had to be made there, but a terrific outcome, I think, overall. Uh, It could have gone a bunch of different ways, but here we go. And we now look forward to next year, David. Speaking of terrific outcome overall, we've we've got to just touch on this. Engagement with swimming pools that produces Olympic champions. We spoke with Emily McNeil uh, in a previous podcast recently about the engagement of what swim schools are doing around the country to engage people with the products that we build, service and manage and maintain, which is so important. But how good was the Olympics, the results? My goodness, the swimming at the Olympics has always kept my attention ever since gold, I was a young boy. Gold, gold, It felt a bit like that. And we can't forget about New Zealand as well here, Dave, as we uh, as we uh, encompass them into everything that we're doing. And all of, of course, our other listeners across Asia Pacific as well. But Emma McKeon, mate. Oh, unbelievable across every discipline in the pool, essentially. I mean, what was that statistic, Luke? If she was a country uh, by herself, the country of McKeon would have finished 11th, I think, overall, which is a massive statistic. And and to top it all off, Dave, just finishing up and succinctly wrapping her first gold medal, I think it was, up with a, with a nice F-bomb. <laughs> yeah, that one slipped out. Didn't Nothing that, and more didn't that Australian. Endear, didn't that endear her to us as, as the Australian audience? You're so excited. And on she went to win uh, more gold, gold, gold. And uh, again, congratulations to the entire Olympic team representing uh, Australia and the Kiwis. I was in New Zealand for the first week of the Olympics and uh, watching many of the, the Kiwi Olympic athletes do so well and uh, represent their country brilliantly. We love it, but to see uh, Australia, sorry, New Zealand, doing so well in the swimming pool was outstanding. Come on, Aussie, come on, let's go. So what is going on in our industry, Luke, as far as pools? We know uh, the Cordell statistics are out again. What have we found there for building and planning and approvals? Yeah, let's keep on with the Olympic theme or the medal theme, if you like, Uh I, we had to double check Dave when we opened this, didn't we? To go, is this the same? This can't be the same report as the last magazine. And indeed, listeners, uh, as I'm sure you uh, read the magazine as well, it is not. But it reflects a significant jump as well here, David, which is encouraging. So it's jumping, it's pumping, it's growing, it's going. I'm out of rhyming words, Luke. Give us some detail. So on the podium, uh, I think we should look at here. Uh, if we look at comparing the last twelve months to May, so year to date to May. Uh, in these statistics, remember there is a little bit of lag uh, with all the the information from governments and stuff coming through to these. Like um, any turbocharged situation, there is always a lag, and that's what's happening here. We've had a turbocharged right. industry, really, and uh, we've just got a lag coming through representing that in the numbers. That's right. So on the podium, uh, right in the middle there in gold, in first place is uh, Western Australia up by 96%. Uh, wow. Followed, uh, I would say closely, but they've really eclipsed the pool here. It's not really fair. 
looking at New South Wales up by 20%, Queensland by 19 uh, Vic tipping the balance and going up, and South Australia just sitting there. Yeah, pretty steady in South Australia. They had had some good growth there, but Western Australia, hello, 96% growth. I mean, there was significant growth figures the last time we looked at the Cordell statistics up around 60%. So that just continues to, to boom in the West, which is terrific over there. Well done. And the rest of the country, we're starting to see those numbers coming through. Uh, of which you all know from the hard work that you're putting in at the moment to build pools, there's a lot going on. There is so much going on, David. It's hard to keep up. Uh, alas, those statistics are awesome, and we can't wait to see uh, the continuity of those as the information comes through. We're going to be back real soon with a look at what's new in our industry, and I know you've been waiting for it, the top five online news stories. Lidra is proud to bring you MagnaPool, the world's best and only true mineral pool system. Providing the very best in water comfort and clarity, MagnaPool is also beneficial to the environment thanks to its unique no-salt formula. Partnered with the all-new Hydroxinator IQ, showcasing innovative features giving you control over scheduling, pump speed, boost and low mode, heaters, lights, pH and chlorine. All this via Wi-Fi connectivity from your smartphone. Smart Sensors and Ultra Long Life Cell ensures MagnaPool owners save time, save energy and save money. Find out more by going to MagnaPool.com com today. Well, usually we start and have a look at the the issue of the magazine together, Luke, and we look at the editorial. Now, it's a, a beautifully written editorial piece, wonderful work from Chris Ma there as as usual. But Chris, probably best that we uh, just put that one away, given it's so much about the uh, what was the impending splash trade show that's no longer going ahead, and we can bring that one out again maybe next year. Yeah, put that one on ice, mate, and uh, copy and paste that one ready to go again. Heaps of new stuff going on. If we flick to the back of the magazine, we find all the new products. You know me, I like bright, I like shiny, I like new, I like better. Better is better and more better is more betterer. So what have we got in new products happening at the moment, Luke? Well, you like better, I like the best, but let's look at the new for now. Uh, I like better than best. (laughs) I still win. Daisy gets a new robotic cover cutter. Lots of tech there, adding to efficiency. I've actually uh, been in that that factory set up there, that production line, and seen that machine. It's it's really impressive, actually. Yeah. So saving uh, on the double handling and providing the perfect fit. Uh, what more could there be? Better quality and faster. Uh, Pro Solar for the professional door there from Boss Solar. Yeah, Boss Solar with a, a new product there, saying, look. Get in touch with them, but many competitive selling advantages while being very easy to install uh, might be a fit for your business. Make sure you check it out. Uh, We've got a beach party in the backyard from Freedom Loop. Certainly Freedom Pools there replicating and bringing the beach to your backyard. Made to look like the beach exactly in the color and the fashion and the ramp down into it. Quite a nice design there. Poolworks joining with Matronic. So I like these industry partnerships. Uh, we've seen quite a few of them recently. Certainly a bit of collaboration going on. Collaboration indeed. To launch a new robot. The Aquawise AW4 robotic pool cleaner, a Wi-Fi enabled robotic cleaner. It's anticipated that the Aquawise range will grow to include smart equipment and heating as well. An exciting new launch there between Poolworks and Matronics. Are you ready for it, Luke? Don't tell me you've got a new jingle. I don't have a new jingle. We just haven't had the old jingle for a while. In fact, I don't even have a guitar in the studio today. So It's because I took it out. (laughs) It's it's been burned. It's been smashed. No, no, that... The, the, the issue wasn't the guitar, mate. The issue was you. Well, you haven't burned or smashed me. I'm still here, Luke. So this trade person never blames his tools, mate. No, that is true. But we have – well, look, it's one of my favourite sections, and I know it's one of yours too, Luke, whether you admit to it or not. I know you've been anticipating this. But we are going into 
Top five online news stories. Yeah. Steve, and you're joining in the song. Yeah, it's well, in there. Some, some might call that a harmony. Some would call it uh, a cat squealing. So yeah, either just, way. just hell. Uh, the sound of hell coming out of the microphone. Lots going on in the industry. What has been of interest to you, dear listeners? Well, let me tell you what you've been wanting to hear about. We've covered this before, but the story continues because it's so big. Federal court orders jump loops to pay $23 million in compensation to swim school franchises. Yes, maintaining its spot there in the top five online news stories. Now, uh, for the second one, rest in peace face-to-face events for 2021. (laughs) We hope they come back. Is uh, expanded Sydney Pool and Spa show Bustles with Buyers. Uh, We have dwelled on that a little bit, David. There's not too much to look into there, but maintaining its position. For those of us that were there, we remember fondly the days where that was permitted, and we do hope uh, very soon there's some confidence built in all of us for that to come back. Uh, The next story, number three here in the top five online news stories. Yeah, AIS Water to triple capacity with new $7.5 million anode production facility. Luke, I think you might have been involved in this launch. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Uh, I think, yeah, if you look over a few pages, even in this magazine, you'll see a photo uh, of me uh, looking like I'm the construction man straight out of of the village people there uh, practicing the YMCA. But don't let that image take away from what's happening there. The investment there from AIS Water uh, the factory has continued to progress, and it's awesome as AIS Water there, led by Elena Goss, continued to expand its capacity. I love seeing Australian manufacturing continue to expand and develop uh, in what has been uncertain and some difficult times for events. To see manufacturing and production of Australian innovative product continue is outstanding. So congratulations to AIS. And Luke, I can't let this pass without saying I always thought you were more of the motorbike cop in the village people. Uh, look, I appreciate that. I don't mind who I am. I'm happy to be the Navy guy, whatever. You know, I'm, I'm open to all, all kinds of things. Uh, but again, let's not let that take away uh, from what we're working on here, David. The top five online news stories and again. number four, let's bring it back. But in no particular order, in no particular order, Waterco combines electrolysis and hydrogen peroxide to form a new disinfection method. Ooh. Sounds compelling. Electrolysis and hydrogen peroxide to form new disinfection method takes over the world. That's it, and it's a bacterial-killing weapon, as noted in the article. And uh, certainly last but not least, but a pool builder named Champion Business of the Decade. And sadly, ladies and gentlemen, that wraps up our top five online news stories. Yeah. But that does not bring to an end the things that have been happening, the myriad, the momentum of stuff. Stuff, the minutiae of good things going on in our industry. So let's talk a little bit around the development and process of training that's been happening in Australia and New Zealand, Luke. Yeah, facilitated kind of everywhere by the Institute of Research and Learning, as I will always plug this as the only industry-owned RTO uh, really striving and working towards making our industry more professional, the Institute of Research and Learning, they're the team um, – as featured on page 24 in the magazine, David, of the latest issue, facilitated by uh, one of the absolute legends of our industry, one of the smartest people that uh, self-proclaim themselves as smart anyway. And no, not Mick. Mick was there as well. But you, David, uh, did some oh. training down in Melbourne earlier in the year, uh, mostly around diagnostics yeah. uh, of water chemistry, chemistry and also of equipment. Yeah. Um, but more recently, Dave, uh, you travelled over to New Zealand uh, as you've you know previous podcast. New Zealand is really jumping on board with this. There's qualifications that are now being recognised called micro-qualifications through the NZQA, which is, you know, acronym for the New Zealand uh, Qualifications Authority. 
that have been accepted that we've had here in Australia and access to now for some time. And to see the way the New Zealanders are jumping on board to be professionally recognised for the hard work that they do and want to continue a process of, I suppose, continual development, improvement, professional professionalisation has been incredible. Want to just encourage you as as an industry, keep pushing forward, keep finding ways to get better, engage in what the Institute of Research and Learning has to offer because it lifts us as an industry. It gives us a voice back to government as an industry that we are trained, we are professionals, we are recognised. Yeah, and I think just to surmise uh, what David said there, don't, you know, as an individual, uh, always have that thirst for more training. As a business owner, always encourage training and uh, do whatever you can to get your people trained. We are coming into a another busy season, I'm sure, and uh, IR Learning, the team at IR Learning, uh, working with Spars Australia to deliver a five-week training program as we speak. So at the time of launch, there'll be a few weeks to go, uh, but there'll be recordings off the back of that. Just really good foundational and fundamental understanding uh, of what we do day-to-day, more on the retail side of things, but certainly understanding the equipment more, which is vital and kind of universal no matter what we do. Uh, Dave, I think, you know, to mention a couple of of big companies that have been a part of that, I think Mm -hmm. Davey investing in their whole team to be a part of that training session. Sunbather. And just so many, so much good investment happening there. Never stop, keep going. We've Ultimate all got to have the New appetite Zealand. to learn. Yeah, there's been so many guys that the businesses yeah. have been investing in their people. And uh, there is a New Zealand special that I did, and I want to touch on the one word that came – oh, well, it's, it's a couple of words, actually uh, – in, in Māori from Warren Wright in New Zealand as he stood up in front of the industry uh, recently, and he said in Māori, hitangata, hitangata, which basically means it's all about the people. And we want to invest in our people. We want to invest in being a more recognised professional industry. And it's a, it's a win at every level. Uh, it's a win for your business. It's a win for industry. And it sure is a win for consumer. We're going to be back in just a moment with the rapid fire of stuff that is happening around the place. You don't want to miss this. That's it, Dave. Have a drink. Let's get stuck in after this short break. Our friends, the very talented and hardworking team at AIS Water have been innovating for decades. Did you know that independent tests and research by Griffith University recently showed that when using liquid or granular chlorine, that pool water was unbalanced for up to 80% of the time. Yet, when tested with AIS Water's disinfection technology, the water was in balance 100% of the time. This same technology has also been shown to save up to 1.6 million litres of water in a 50 metre pool. It's time to farewell history and embrace the new normal of Australian-made water disinfection with AIS Water. I feel like I need a theme song for Rapid Fire section here too, Luca. Would you like the creative license here? I really feel like we don't need anything, mate. I think this one sets the scene for itself. It's Quick Draw McGraw. It's, it's Rapid Fire City. It's knock your microphone over with excitement, David. That's how excited you are about this little segment. All right, microphone's picked up. We are ready to go. I am excited, Luke. You are not wrong. All right, Sparza uh, reject the temporary fencing standard at the moment. Tell us about that, Luke. Page 12, not much to say there at the moment, though it was uh, critical. Uh, and you heard a couple of podcasts ago, David talking with Spiros there um, about the proposal 
that came out and how we rejected it as Spazza Australia. Uh, your comments, your feedback really helped in that. Yep, this is Quickfire. So if you want to know more about that, which you should, open up the magazine and read about it. Next, we want to ponder the importance of water. That's it. Thinking Man pose on here as we go. It is so important. Uh, this works through water recognizing architecture. Uh, and just dwelling on, I don't know if you guys notice it, maybe it's like the pink elephant in the room kind of thing. Uh, there seem to be a lot of ads with pools in them talking about lifestyle, staycations, David. Yeah, heaps with pools at the moment. Pools are in vogue. Pools are back, which is fantastic. If you've seen an ad that's got a pool in it, make sure you let us know. Send an email to david at splashmagazine.com.au. Moving on, safety requirements, the EESS. The article here found on page 16. Uh, just have a read of it. Familiarize yourself with it. There have been a few uh, inspectors out there having a bit of a poke around, a bit of a look around, making sure everything's tested and tagged and that kind of thing. Uh, so have a read of those requirements, David. Moving on, rapid fire. Our next topic to talk about, Luke, captured on page 18, it has been a record year of house building. Certainly has, as dwelled upon earlier in this. Uh, it, it flows through to our industry as well, which is awesome. More houses, more pools. Uh, let's roll. Yeah, house values jumping as well. Uh, a bit of movement going on in the industry for our, our next uh, topic here as we go. So captured on page 21, Supreme Heating. Hello, Supreme Heating team there. Welcoming Bianca Horwood, Anthony Dennehy, and Shannon Wong over in the West. Welcome into our industry and what is happening. Good days ahead. What's happening in New Zealand, Luke? Our pool works there. David, tell me a bit more in the rapid fire. Okay, well, in the rapid fire, New Zealand are pool works really growing and establishing over there with a new master franchise partner announced there. So uh, expansion afoot in the New Zealand industry. Very exciting. Page 24, uh, solar pool heating roundtable as this continues, as we continue to work our way through what a solar pool heating standard might look like, David. Uh, just uh, the summary there about the roundtable. Uh, jump on, be a part of it. You'll find that in the magazine if you've got a, uh, something that you want to join in on, be there. Speaking of solar, we talked earlier about innovation and growth in manufacturing in Australia with AIS. Well, congratulations to Boss Solar in Victoria who have increased their factory space by 61%. I thought, I thought I read that. I wasn't sure if it was backwards, but 61% is a huge investment there. Uh, great to see some innovation and investment coming along as well, David. Moving right along in this rapid fire, uh, I was really looking forward to this. Uh, we'll call it a discussion. It was going to be a robust discussion. Some might term it a debate. Uh, some might just term it interesting. Uh, the chlorine levels and pool covers relationship is one that we'll go on. So again, uh, let us know your thoughts. Uh, we will try and facilitate a discussion from a number of different stakeholders in the near future. This isn't rapid fire. My apologies, but very important topic to talk about, David. It is. It's a big one and we are going to come back to it, but just quickly touching on it there, that will go ahead at the Splash show next year. That, well, whatever you called it there, uh, controversial or contentious maybe discussion. I'm not sure. I think we're all very constructive in our industry to be fair all right our next part of the rapid fire pulling the trigger luke is commercial projects that are underway and planned always good to see investment into the commercial side of it uh here from 
the commercial projects which are underway as well. And wrapping up the rapid fire, David, endless surf park at the GC. I don't know what the details say here, David. You'll have to refer to your magazine to have a read of it on page 59 there. But wouldn't it be awesome if that was kind of up and running, uh, perhaps for Splash Expo next year? We go and have a look at it. But look, it would be. It won't be. It's not due to be completed until 2023. It's being put together by a group called Whitewater out of uh, Canada. They're actually scheduled to be exhibiting at the Splash Show too. So while you won't be able to to see the park itself and have a look. Whitewater will be at the Splash Trade Show. So get along, have a chat with them. They do some really cool installments, I suppose, around the world. Big stuff, cool stuff, awesome stuff. Jeez, I love our people and the work that our people around this country, New Zealand and the world complete, but particularly from this region of the world, Luke, how good are we? We are good. And uh, David, on that note, I'm out of breath. (laughs) You're just out of words, Luke, out of stuff to say. I just pity the fool who listens to us on 1.5 speed on these podcasts. I know we get a lot to get through, but geez, we can talk fast sometimes. We can. Look, I want to say, look, we really do love our industry. Uh, we appreciate the work that you're doing. It has been a very challenging period over the last 18 months for lots of reasons, You know, not least of which is the demand that you've been under, uh, some of the challenges on supply side, and then some uncertainty in your ability to be able to travel and attend uh, events and support those as well. So I just want to thank you as an industry for your support of what we're trying to do with Splash in supporting and growing and creating a platform for industry to to see the best, the latest, the most, the greatest. Uh, We are an incredible industry made up of wonderful men and women working hard to make the world a better place. So let's be honest, it's a pretty complex, complicated, busy world. We're all under pressure. So Luke and I really just want to say thank you for you being here, joining us today, taking some time. We want to make sure that that's valuable time, something that makes you think, something that makes you smile, something that encourages you to keep improving uh, in in your processes and what you do uh, on behalf of your business and the industry. We say thank you. So it's goodbye from us until we see you next time on Ready, Set, Splash. Haywood's 1.85 horsepower TriStar VS Pump is built to last even under the most demanding conditions. Super quiet in operation with easy to customize speeds, countdown timers and priming time. It even shows real-time power consumption in watts for immediate feedback to maximize those energy savings. It's designed for simple installation. TriStar variable speed pumps can also operate in standalone mode or connect to the Haywood OmniLogic automation system for seamless control. Visit haywoodpool.com.au for details. That's haywood-pool.com. .au today.